All right, guys, we're back. Um, another episode, and uh, this time round, obviously, part two. Um, we're back with Alex, Dr. Alex. I keep forgetting that, actually. Oh. Do- Dr. Alex. Dr. Alex. Uh, yeah, no, it's, uh, it's it's a pleasure to be back, my bro. And I think we had a dope conversation to uh, to kind of end part one. Um, so part two, I think I wanted to switch gears a bit and go into, you know, the the process behind becoming obviously a doctor and, and now you are a doctor kind of what that entails kind of what that process is like is it actually first of all everything that you thought it would have been when you actually got into it um well one good to be back <laughs> yeah. Say. Uh, <laughs> no, i appreciate yeah that. yeah really really nice to be back i really enjoyed the first time we chat and so yeah real good to be back um there's parts of it which there's so many little like admin bits, so many mm. little like extra things that you don't really appreciate day to day how the whole workup of the NHS works and how it how you go from seeing someone at the front of the house and how it's all processed and gotcha. um but as I've become like more senior in my role, mm. I think this is the bit where I'm starting to see how it how it actually works. Yeah. Um, the, mecha- the mechanics of it. Yeah, the mechanics of it. Okay. And a lot of like the the process of change because everybody knows right now the nhs is we're, it's we're, yeah. we're struggling <laughs> and um, could be better, could be better. <laughs> um so that sort of mechanics of how you one see something that needs to be changed in your department mm. in your trust or whatever then two how you gain the data and the information to present that to your consultants your managers your executive groups yeah. and then once they've seen that how do you then come up with a plan and how long is that plan going to take? So if I've got a problem now, yeah, it could take the next 18 months before Ooh. a plan. That's This is what I mean. That's what exactly my reaction. Jeez. That's how things have been. It's like you you, you see something. Oh, this needs to be changed. Oh, no, no. Maybe we'll do this and this and this. And then someone will go, nah, it's not that simple. <laughs> it's not that simple. They're like, yeah, you need to calm down. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's interesting. And a point probably that is maybe necessary to to explain or at least get people's, you know, way of thinking to relate to the inner workings and, like you said, the mechanics behind the scenes. Because I think we can all agree in regards to the NHS and kind of where it's at. There's loads of improvements and people are often, you know, kind of ridiculing the NHS and like, it's this, it's that, the process is blah, blah, blah. But you know i think the, the the main question i'm thinking is like why you know does it take i guess as long as you know people internally would perceive it to take uh, i think well probably a lot of people yeah. probably are thinking that really um it's probably a bit twofold twofold one being that um the people who you want to change things like let's you, you've got it you've got to fit a certain mold to actually get into the room to have that conversation and to get people to listen to the ideas that you've got. And even if you've got the best idea in the world, if people aren't listening to it and you haven't won people around to listen to that idea, mm. then I think you struggle. Yeah. And even then, if you do get into the room to possibly enact change, you still need people to endorse that idea. Mm. And... I think with the NHS, there's there's too many rooms that you need to get into. <laughs> there's levels. <laughs> there's to so this. many levels that that like you can't. It's not like a right. Well, I can change something front of house 
in the next week. Yeah. And even if you could do that, and then you wanted to do the next part of that, mm. the next part of that is sitting in conversations, coming up with a new yeah. process, having that process, guideline, idea, then does it go through this group of people who who will judge the guideline for what how the wording is does it mm. go through this group of people for how it looks and does it match the amount of change from this and you just there's so yeah. many it's parts. a lot of red tape a lot of red tape so many parts yeah and, and i guess that's one of the frustrations um i can imagine from the outside looking in but also internally maybe for yourself you know trying to navigate these processes knowing that there's change that needs to be made knowing that you want to make change but at the same time you're kind of restricted or at least your hands are tied to a point where you probably know within yourself these things that i want to change or i would like to see change aren't actually going to happen at least not for a very long time yeah you know based on what you describe so (laughs) yeah how is that because i think that environment and correct me if i'm wrong obviously I'm, i'm not nowhere near a doctor but that environment probably maybe breeds a lot more frustration and probably a lot more i don't know yeah frustration is probably the word i would use for how you can actually really go about your job which is essentially being of service to people and just wanting to probably do that but you're you know being told well actually you you, you can't do that because of xyz and there's probably nothing to do with anything that's related to your actual role yeah well it wears you down yeah, mm. and it and that that process of wanting mm. wanting better, like you going into going into work. I was speaking to my friends about this at the weekend. Everybody within healthcare is at like a crunch point. Mm. There's no there's no like perfect department. There's no set area where you can go. Actually, they're doing this because da da da. Yeah, everybody's got their challenges and the overbooked lists and. Mm too many to too many of this thing that needs to happen by this point there's so many of these little uh, kind of difficulties in every every specialty and i don't know whether it's just sort of is it is it like a backlog is it all just to do with the fact that we've got this huge backlog on the back of Mm. covid or is it are we now getting into a system that isn't sustainable And that's that's like the big worry with how things are going. Yeah. Like we work in the NHS. Every any any person anywhere who works in the NHS, no matter what part of it, has kind of gone into it with this sort of altruistic wanting to be part of something greater than they are. Mm. And the NHS is like like a beautiful like bastion for the yeah. world and <laughs> national health care and all this sort of stuff. Yeah. Um but now does it still have that all purpose or every everyone can fit within this system anymore i don't i have no idea because it feels like we're getting to a point where it isn't Mm. no matter how many times oh here's 10 billion pounds here's Mm. here's this much money and then you get all the money and then people like yeah but that works out at like two and a half grand per trust or whatever and no one no one like you hear the grand figure of this is all the money then you break it down per trust and it's it's quite minuscule yeah yeah that is a really telling way to think about it because if you look at a lot of the other countries who don't have the luxury or i would say you know to be fortunate enough to have an nhs you know and their healthcare is privatized it's very much you know based on you know can you afford 
actually yeah. to you be, know, healthy. Be, be healthy. So <laughs> how can you afford to not be healthy? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> you better do whatever is in your power to, you know, get to running and jogging. But it's interesting because, you know, looking at it, or maybe most people, I would say, who do utilize NHS and who, you know, live in this country, maybe we don't probably, oh, maybe I'm wrong, but don't necessarily have it at the forefront that, oh, this could go away you know yeah. at some stage or like this would change you know in years to come decades to come yeah and i think for a lot of people and even myself just sat here thinking like that's a frightening thought because you do think of the other countries like i said us for instance you know i've got family there and they're always banging on about you know healthcare, healthcare and needing and insurance jobs. and yeah. like it's it's almost priority number one you know so <laughs> is it's definitely scary to think of it from that perspective but you know again how realistic because you mentioned the word sustainability and that's you know a word that's used quite a lot when it comes to you know the way we're going now yeah how we're living yeah absolutely every facet that we're living in so you know it's interesting to put that towards the nhs or any kind of healthcare service we provide because it's actually now to a stage where are we gonna have to make changes, you know, in the future? Yeah. To where this actually needs to now become privatized or you have to pay for it or whatever. Or pay for something or mm. or try and have some sort of I don't know, supported healthcare system or something. I yeah. I've no idea how the how you set up a model, how you go from a free model yeah. to yeah, a, a funded model yeah. or part funded. Not without kicking and screaming. <laughs> yeah, there's gonna, be, there's, a lot of, <laughs> there's gonna be a lot of people saying, "Ah, oh, you can't do that. This yeah, is no unacceptable." Chance. I mean, yeah. like, I get. I don't want people to pay for healthcare. I don't think anyone should have to pay for healthcare yeah. because it's their health. This is the this is like the one like commodity of the thing 100%. of being a human that we shouldn't have to pay for healthcare. But we're seventy odd years down the line of the national healthcare system and mm. we're we're getting to a point where year on year we're failing wow yeah so if you had a business if you were running if you weren't running the healthcare system and you were running sony or samsung yeah. or whatever or you're running your local chip shop if you take it all the way down to your base level you're talking like yeah yeah corner shop if you were running a business that was failing year on year yeah and wasn't meeting its own deadlines, wasn't making enough profit to do anything on the other side of that. Yeah, that business is, yeah, yeah, that's not it's not right. It's definitely not sustainable. Uh, like I said, I think it's frightening to even think of it in that perspective because there's so many people who do depend on, you know, the NHS for their from basic to most, you know, important um, of needs. So that's a scary thought. I'm not gonna lie. I never really, you know, in my head sat down and thought you know this could all go away one day um or if i did think of it i was like people probably would allow it or the government would be stupid to you know allow this to happen but 2022 is, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's I've, I've not been ruling things out this year i promise you so yeah you, you never know but no that's that's an interesting concept to actually you know to really think about so now that you know like i said you're actually practicing you know you're in the thick of it and and really seeing how things work you know from the the inner circles in your perspective or from your perspective when you look at you know where the um inclusion of you know doctors who are 
whether they're from a different background, religion, um, definitely race, you know, in terms of like black, brown kind of um, doctors and, and people in the healthcare um, sector. Is that something that's noticeable? Um, because I, I, the reason I brought that up is because I had this conversation with my mum, obviously she's a nurse, um, came from Barbados, she's over here and she's working in the NHS herself, <laughs> funny enough. Um, so we have these conversations all the time and I feel like I'm just saying to her constantly to just, just don't go back because <laughs> it's a lot but I'm, I'm curious because she's saying to me like there's so many um people who come from overseas but seemingly they do either go back or their, their services seem to be cut short and you know this is obviously a topic that you know in around my friends and our, my inner circle we discuss as well which is you know is it is it of benefit primarily to this country to i guess get more you know overseas whether it's you know black brown whoever into the nhs into these um, healthcare services to improve it or is that actually looked at as a, a detriment in terms of oh we need actually more people from the uk to actually be involved or get you know the, the healthcare services back to where it needs to be i think i think there's two parts to that mm. and i think the first part is is about growth Mm. and in the development of your healthcare system whatever system it is it's about taking that what you have and incorporating the skill set the mindset all of the um, different challenges of working in different healthcare systems because mm. we're british and we're working working in the uk so yeah. we have a certain system that that works but what can we learn from the german system what can we learn from mm. The, the Swedish system and then what can we learn from the Indian Pakistani system and how have they been able to keep healthcare going when their population is booed and then how do you go to say Haiti or Barbados Jamaica how have they kept their system alive mm. when their clinical need is so is so different the poverty level is so different and if you can learn from them and incorporate that into your system mm -hmm that's growth mm. on the other side though you want people from your country working within your system because there's a connection between the person who's treating you mm. and the person who's walking down the road and you've known them your whole life sort of thing there's still yeah. that yeah. you still have that sort of uh, it's like unconscious one of us sort of yeah, feeling yeah. even if we are even if black white brown pakistan whatever we're all different but you've still got that I'm British, you're British. We can still yeah, there's still that, that connection. connection. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. And then you can and in the same way, why why would you go back? Because part of you doesn't want the, you doesn't want you to be beaten by the system. Mm. You don't wanna you don't you don't wanna have got to that point where you've worked so hard mm. beaten however many odds to get to that point. And then once you get to that point you're like Nah, mm. I'm gonna have to pull out here. I'm, I'm, I don't think I can finish it. But some, some it happens. Yeah, and yeah. it happens. It's happened to some of my some of my closest friends have like had it fixed in their head. They wanted to do this like surgery yeah. or whatever, and they've had it from day dot. Mm. And then the system has driven them to the point of burnout. Yeah, and yeah. they have to be really honest with themselves and say, actually, is it is this all worth it? Am I? Yeah. Am I fighting against the tide so much wow. that I'm just burning? My, I'm I'm out. 
or can I actually keep going and try and change something down the line? It's hard. Yeah. It's interesting because, you know, I don't know if there's a right or wrong, you know, kind of way of looking at it. There probably is just a way of looking at it. But often, and I've got a lot of friends who, you know, speak on these kind of topics and, you know, they're quite passionate about healthcare. They're quite passionate about the fact that, yes, it should be free and all this stuff. Mm. Um, but on the other hand, I've, I've spoken to some people and they're like, well, you know, why don't we just come get what we need to get or, you know, educate ourselves or work in the process and blah, blah, blah and take back, you know, our learnings and, you know, teach our people, you know, and use that as a catalyst to improve what we've got back home. So mm. it's an interesting, you know, kind of, I don't know, conversation because I, I'm always keen to figure out, okay, this is, I guess, the problem or seemingly what's, you know, trying, people are trying to battle with. So now how do we find a solution? You know, yeah. and it, for me, I'm always on the side of, hmm, I get the argument with going back home and trying to improve. And also, like you said, having someone local, having someone who, you know, knows the UK who come from that environment, yeah. you know, also now invested in, you know, the healthcare here in this country, I think also makes a difference. So it's, it's just interesting. Yeah, I just wanted to get not, your, yeah. It's not, it's not a fixed, no, it's, like it's not, right, this is, this is the answer and this is how we'll do things. It's like, mm. you, you've got to be able to see both sides of it. Cause if you can see both sides of it, you can understand how both sides of that coin yeah. can work together. Yeah. It's interesting well, fact. Yeah, no, nah, it, it's definitely tricky. It's definitely tricky. What I wanted to to also, you know, get your take on and really find out is, you know, for for you personally, and you know, this is kind of maybe me watching way too many movies. Definitely, Doctor. <laughs> I think uh, the first Doctor that pops away is Doctor Strange. Um, it's, yeah, it's terrible. Great film. Yeah, unbelievable. But you know, for yourself, and you know, I was quite keen to find out because you mentioned it earlier about you know people coming into the nhs or coming into a trust what have you and you know they've got expectations they've got goals so i'm always curious because you always hear about you know the private side of the practices and the healthcare side of things that's where the glory and, and definitely the the mm. money and all that stuff is in the nhs where exactly and, and i guess for you personally and maybe you can speak on this from other experiences people might have had or shared with you but where do you kind of see your career, you know, kind of um, progressing? And, you know, do you actually or did you come into it with those expectations on yourself as goals in terms of where you want to get to? Because, yeah, I, like I said, I don't look at the NHS as being a sexy, you know, this is the <laughs> career. Like I look at it as you just, well, what's that that mean that just pops around? Like I, I, I don't want peace. I want problems. I want problems. That's how I look at it. I'm like, you just need, yeah, you, you want stress. So has that actually, you know, been something at the forefront of your head coming into it um, to see where you can go? Um, To see where I could go, yes. Mm. When I first started, it was more just, I kind of, I, I think maybe it was my interpretation of movies and, <laughs> and film and all sorts and just trying it's to, terrible, and, and, it? <laughs> and kind of going, oh yeah, that looks glamorous, man. That's going to be cool. There's, you know, you, should, you got ER <laughs> and you got this and you, it just had this sort of allure to it. But, um, I remember when I graduated on the first, like first few days and like working and seeing how the system works, I was like, right, I need to find my place in this. Mm. I need to work out the thing that I want to do. And then. I always knew that I wanted to get to a point where I was quite senior within the system. Right. 
Um, and that stemmed from a from a conversation with having one of my consultants like really early on. And he always said that no matter what you try to do, yeah. unless you're up here, mm. no one's listening. Mm. Interesting. No one's listening. Because unless you're up there and you're, you've got enough people you can kind of shout out your message down to, if you're at the, at the same height as someone and you're trying to like oh, come on guys change come on this is yeah, this could yeah, work yeah. this could work mm. people aren't gonna listen yeah. but if you happen to get to a point where you're senior enough where people are listening if they listen to you day to day on mm. whatever then you think you think so actually i've got enough people here within this circle of 20 that if i get all of these people amongst it to go right this is a plan. This is an idea. This is a guideline. This is a thing. Yeah. And I think it's going to work because of da, da, da. And then be the kind of, uh, like that inspirational leader. Gotcha. So then you can be at the top of a tree while still connecting with everybody else that's within it. Yeah. And that is how you filter. That's how I believe you could filter down change. Mm. So that's where, I mean, eventually I'd like to either be an A&E consultant or... Uh, end up in a position where you can not only sort of try and change within the department but change the people that come through your department yeah um whether it's the patients and how they approach their own care yeah to like all of the other staff the cleaners the people coming around making drinks all yeah. that get to know those people see see what they're about because they've they come into work with the same aspirations that you do but you just got it in a slightly um, it's probably a slightly more intense sort of environment yeah. but if you've got someone who comes around and they're the cleaner in the department they've still got that sort of right I'm working in the NHS I'm working in this system mm. how yeah. am I cleaning how am I making this how, what's my difference being here mm. and so that's that's the thing that gets them out of the bed that's the thing that keeps them motivated yeah, yeah. so you got to keep having that every time every time you meet somebody at work even if you're thinking, ah, they're just wasting it. Yeah. <laughs> but even even if that's going to your head, mm. they still have that kind of self-worth mm. of knowing that I'm trying to make the difference here. I'm trying yeah. to do something. Gotcha. No, that, that's an interesting way of, I guess, really putting it because, you know, for, again, from my perspective and looking from the outside looking in, it's like, you know, where can you, and we've spoken about this, this is one of, I guess, the, the conversations and the topics we talk about on the podcast, which is, you know, us being able to influence change, right? And being able to do that requires, like you mentioned, being in certain positions, in certain rooms, and having the ear of, you know, probably the masses, or at least people who care enough to want to, you know, see yeah. your vision come to fruition as well. So that's, that's, yeah, that, that's interesting. Do you, well, actually, the question is, how close are you to uh, <laughs> to, to achieving that? Uh, next question. <laughs> now, <laughs> now, I'm, uh, to be fair, I'm, I'm, I'm like in the tier below being a consultant now. Mm. Um, okay. So, I mean, I'm getting there. Yeah. And yeah. I'm in no rush to get to that position because once you get to that position, there mm. is a pressure to to be there and um and not like waste your time yeah. like i wouldn't want to i wouldn't want to get to being a consultant or get to that point where you you've now got a voice and just be kind of like yeah i'm yeah. here now yeah. go into work tick tick the boxes mm. and go home it's just like what's what's the point yeah. i know i know it's it and maybe that's a bit of the dreamer in me yeah um 
and you can't I always look at a situation and go what can we make out of this yeah I think and you know you can argue probably need more people with that mindset because 100% you know that's what's going to probably move the needle Mm. um, in the direction that we probably all hope to move it in you know in terms of making things better overall Um, but yeah you're going to have the the odd person that's like hey look I'm just here to do the job (laughs) I'm just just here doing the job (laughs) I'm going to clock in clock out and when the weekend comes look you know I mean just just stay out of my stay out of my way (laughs) (laughs) that's that's the life I want and yeah you know to each his own but you know we're fully you know um, we're fully behind those who kind of champion really you know that change I want to see that change especially like I said you know for for people who look like us for people who want to uh, experience and and really get into um, the positions that you're striving to get into you know when you are in those positions and really having a voice where you mentioned people are going to listen you know people are going to take notice of you know your ideas your ways of working and and how you want to really influence change you know that's super important and I think we spoke about it on the first episode but you know really having that representation you know so mm-hmm. someone walking through those doors as you know you were young Alex you know coming through just past your exams and you're like right I'm here now and they can look up and see oh wow like he's actually achieved this starting from where I was yeah. you know that's powerful and something that we speak a lot about you know in these circles and, and obviously on the show where representation you know is is huge you know, especially in our community. Because um, like I said, I didn't know a lot of doctors. I didn't know a lot of people who... I know a lot of people who are in the health profession, but maybe not so much as senior or, you know, yeah. doctor-wise. So it was huge for me to have the conversation to try and understand better, you know, kind of what you go through, kind of how you got to the level you got to and obviously where you're looking to go next because hopefully someone listening to this might be going, oh, wow, you know, like I can actually see a path to where i want to get to because you've actually achieved it yeah. you know so that's that's super powerful and, and you know very inspirational to bring those uh those stories to light so yeah nah uh one tier down you know <laughs> one, one, tier, one, tier, <laughs> one down. tier down. it's like championship <laughs> trying to get promotion <laughs> yeah. trying to get promoted to the prem but in the same way you know i say um representation i remember when i was like my f- i graduated and it was like my first first second rotation mm. one of the doctors and i was in like barrow which is in the middle of nowhere and uh and but one of the doctors dr davis shout out dr davis um <laughs> black man real chilled but he was just real sharp mm. um and you could and there was that sense of yeah he's 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 he was like a clinical director and He'd like done all these various things, had himself published, and but he didn't force it. It yeah. wasn't like, look at me, I'm uh, I'm in the room yeah, sort of yeah. thing. It was like Dr. Davis walked in, people were like, I duck. And it was that sort of mm. he's here, we're listening, but he lets people sort of grow into their space. Yeah. Um and for me, seeing that when I just graduated, mm. um, I was just like, Okay, that's cool. I get it. Yeah. He's he's and to me it was like as a black man he's worked out how to be in this sort of multicultural but white predominant sort of clinical environment and he gave me that sort of confidence in saying you can just keep being you Mm. but know that one people are watching Mm. and 
as long as people are watching and you're doing the right thing, people notice. Yeah. And hold on to that and just keep being you. No matter what you do and no matter how it's ticking by. Mm. Just keep being you, keep smiling. Yeah. Don't don't take everything hundred <laughs> percent seriously. Just I love that. So yeah. Nah, Dr. Davis, man, shouts out to you because, you know, I say it all the time, you know, uh, there's a lot of people that I look up to whether, you know, I can actually reach out and touch them and actually speak to them on a daily or just people that, you know, I watch from afar and um, I'm just in awe of, you know, I'm watching their moves, I'm watching the blueprint they've set for themselves and I'm really keen to figure out, you know, how I can replicate those footsteps and, you know, grow and build, you know, what we're working on over here. Um, to empower and bring the next wave, you know, of mm. people through, especially from my community and, you know, people who typically don't get a shot at a lot of the things that, you know, are, I would say, happening to where we really get to influence, mm. you know, and I think that's a big, that's a big thing for me, you know, because, you know, <laughs> my boy was saying this the other day, you know, he was saying, oh, we don't need to be, you know, at the table. We need to, you know, kind of build our own table. And I'm 100%, you know, in agreement with that. However, I feel like we can do both. Yeah. You know, we can definitely have a seat where we deserve to be at the table um, whilst building our own. Whilst building your own. And I think that's definitely the way to go because like it, like it or not, you know, we're in a position where we're starting from behind the eight ball. Like, you know, we don't have the advantage of having a fair kind of start. So, yeah. Whilst and that's way. a fact. Like, yeah, pe yeah. People can deny it, and people say that no, it's not. And well, yeah. get off your high horse. So you have to chip off your shoulder. And that's just true. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. and you know what? People just don't like to to hear it. You know, the truth is one of those things that you know, based on who's telling it, it really has an impact on the person who's hearing it. Yeah. You know, so when people do kind of respond, or you know, that's the rebuttal where they'd be like, oh, whatever. Like, look how far you've come. I'm like, it's still not far enough. You know what I mean? It is what it is. <laughs> And that's, you know, kind of the conversations that in an honest roundabout way I like to have because I think you need to be constantly reminding people, you know, of the fact that this has never been, you know, a fair race. It's never been, you know, an equal, you know, kind of dishing out of you have this, you have, you, yeah. we have that. So when I'm in these rooms and I'm speaking to people and I'm having conversations, it's always led from a place of, you know, how, what I'm thinking anyways how can I make room? How can I make way for, you know, someone else who cares to be in a position or wants to be in a position that I'm in or is interested in knowing how I've done X, Y, Z. So it's it's a big deal. You know, that's why I was good to hear that story about, you know, you seeing Dr. Davis and really kind of understanding the importance of his presence and what he's accomplished and the representation that he probably holds. And I'm sure he's probably aware of that, you know, yeah. for a lot of, well, hopefully he is for a lot of, you know, black people who were wanting to get into the profession and really seeing someone that's been there, done that, it's huge, you know, for yeah. us. So yeah, nah, kudos to uh kudos to Dr. David. I'm sure he, I'm sure he listens. <laughs> I'm sure he listens. Um so obviously, you know, for myself and, you know, the listeners and, and everyone who's obviously gonna be watching this, etc. Um again where are we looking to to take it next because one of the things that i'm going to put out there right now um on the podcast that we're looking to build is to have you know more of a more of a community feel to you know these conversations whereas we're able to get people in a room we're able to get events being put on um especially now 
with you know people like yourself people who've been on the show um we do get a lot of messages and a lot of you know people are interested in hearing more about the journeys of a lot of these guys so you know we certainly want to continue to see how you progress and you know obviously do everything in our power to support and um, champion you along the way um, but also seeing ways in which you know you can be a voice and you can be you know somewhat of um, a catalyst to give back and really help you know people trying to get into you yeah. know the positions that you're in or trying to follow the path that you follow um, I think that's you know something that we're uh, we're definitely building out right now so yeah, no pressure, but uh, we'll be <laughs> no we'll be knocking on the door, you know. Yeah, making uh, sure we, we got a doctor in the room as uh, as always. No, I think it's I, I think I think that's the reason why I, I wanted to talk on this. It's just because mm. um, it's not so much of like a mentor sort of thing, mm. but it's just yeah. just for someone who is thinking about going down that road mm. and has never. Has never really had a, like a, a somebody else that they can lean on, somebody yeah. else they can kind of be like, actually, how what did you do at the start? Who did you talk to? Mm. How how did you feel? How did you exactly. do your personal statement? Yeah. Like, yeah. I remember I was doing my personal statement. I was just like, <laughs> <laughs> where do I start? Where Google, do I, where do googling I, where personal do I start? statement. <laughs> where do I write down what what order? Mm. Um, and again, I was lucky because I I asked people who were like doing stuff in business or mm. they were i spoke to my dentist and all that sort of stuff so i asked i, I picked people's brains but yeah. that was more just who can i ask yeah and it'd be nice if somebody knows they were like actually i know this person because of the and this there is how go. i get in touch yeah, with them yeah, and yeah. this is Facts. um or they're gonna be at this so yeah. we can talk or if you're gonna if you had an event could i then talk about how the road was how it, how you get to that point and mm. how any person from wherever they are gets to that point where you're comfortable mm. and and set with your own path whatever it happens yeah, to me yeah and so, turning that weird sort of dream that you have when you're a kid into yeah, into, <laughs> into, yeah, into reality yeah into something. i think for a lot of people you know and we're all dreamers in our own way and you know I, I still dream now, you know, and, and some of them are frightening, you know, and, and <laughs> rightly so. But I, I think too much that's yeah, yeah, strange. Really, though, really <laughs> too much. Um, but I think it's so necessary, bro, because, you know, like what you said, just having that outreach or just recognizing that, you know, someone has walked that path that you certainly, you know, know within your heart of heart, like, this is what I want to do. This is something I want to get into, or, you know, at least trying to understand where do I start. It's powerful you know i've had that in my career um and it's been game changing life changing actually in a lot of ways mm. you know so for me that's something that we're looking to have um more of and develop on the show and i've spoken about it a few times you know but people's schedules are crazy <laughs> so it's just it's just one of those things um and it takes time to put something together because we want to do it right yeah number one um and number two like i said you know is getting the right people in the room and making sure the uh the, the message is out there and it reaches the people who you know need it at that point yeah you know that's that's also quite important so yeah like i said you know we'll we'll definitely be um be putting some some nice um i think events and some some nice conversations to where the right people in the room uh we've actually had it a few times on the show where i've spoken to some guests and you know they've reached out and they're like oh interested in this and that sounds you know quite interesting blah 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 
and we've made plenty of connection you know from yeah. you know people who were on the show people who listen to the show um hence the name obviously mm-hmm. we're trying to bring others along here um but it's one of those things that i enjoy you know being um enjoy doing in terms of like this is where we're at now um and really how can we help other people you know yeah. kind of or be of service to other people to help them you know hopefully bring others along on their journey yeah. as well so yeah now nah, this was um this was super dope bro um i know you just got back from you know the slopes and <laughs> you know things were all relaxed and you know fingers was crossed and i was saying yeah he's gonna show up today uh, I, know, <laughs> I know the schedule is busy so you know make no mistake um i do really appreciate um you taking the time to, to come and uh, you know as i say i'm, I'm great i'm grateful very grateful yeah, and, my uh, guy. going forward wherever wherever i can help or wherever i can be a presence i'd, I'd like to absolutely um, because no. as i say it's an opportunity it's an opportunity that probably when we were young didn't exist mm, so yeah. you speak some, on it <laughs> something's got to start somewhere <laughs> speak hasn't on it? it um and take it outside of the the community clubs and the centers and stuff and actually yeah. give people a on an open space and platform so uh, I'm, I'm all for it i hear that i hear that well as always guys you know i appreciate everyone um taking the time to listen to the show i appreciate everyone you know who's downloaded who's liked who's subscribed who's been a part of the three of us a long journey um i know we've had some uh some breaks but we're back um now in terms of i could guess i can call it season two uh, yeah, we'll, we'll call it season <laughs> we'll call it season two um for for many reasons that we won't go into right now um but yeah now nah, like i said there's a lot of adult stuff that's coming up um great conversation today and some others that you know some really interesting guests actually that we're gonna have on the show and, and some that i'm really looking forward to a lot of different facets in terms of you know the spaces we occupy and operate in that I think a lot of people will find very, very interesting. So, you know, stay tuned. Obviously, um, like Dr. Alex mentioned, we'll definitely be um, surfacing some content and some information about, you know, those events and different spaces that we'll be putting on, you know, for the community to come, to network, to have conversations, to really just, you know, try and be of service to each other. Um, and, you know, as always, bring others along. So that's a wrap um appreciate again everyone for tuning in everyone for listening um dr alex for obviously blessing us and you know giving us a, a blueprint of uh, his journey and uh an incredible journey it is and obviously long may it continue um but yeah guys until next week we will see you again and uh we're out peace